Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. It's a worrying time for tourism in Ireland as it prepares for the peak summer months. There is a genuine concern that there won't be enough hotel beds as the state has pre-booked many of them to accommodate refugees from Ukraine and other countries. On top of that, the, the, there's a remain. On top of that, those that remain could be charged out at exorbitant prices, earning Ireland the kind of pricey reputation which could have long-term implications. Furthermore, the country has not yet recovered its visitor numbers to where it was pre-pandemic. All questions for Paul Kelly, the Chief Executive of Falcha Ireland. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Joe. Paul, are you worried about the room shortages this summer? Yeah, certainly, uh, you know, in terms of we're, we are certainly going to be supply side constrained this summer. I mean, first of all, I suppose to start with some of the positives, I think, you know, obviously the industry would, would very welcome the, uh, the, the recent government extension of the 9% VAT. I think that's going to be very helpful because the, the industry is still climbing its way out of the massive losses that it suffered during COVID. Um, uh, also, uh, the demand side, things are, things are looking very good on the demand side. Uh, in terms of the uh, you know the amount of people overseas who want to come to Ireland, the Irish people's intention to take uh, to take short short breaks and holidays here at home is still very strong, um, and and the air access picture is looking like we're going to have our best every year in terms of international air access in into Ireland. So lots of positives on the demand side. Uh, important to reinforce those on the supply side. As you say, the, the the biggest concern is I suppose first of all across the industry, the biggest concern is costs. You know, costs are. Uh, have increased massively right across the board, not just energy, uh, labour costs, uh, insurance costs, uh, pretty, you know, food costs, pretty much every input cost is, is going up dramatically in the industry. Uh, and then, uh, and then the, the, um, the other concern is, is, as you say, the lack of accommodation stock that we're likely to have across this summer. Obviously, you know, the, the, you know, the humanitarian response of the Irish government, uh, to, to the situation in Ukraine and, and to those various other uh, places where, where, uh, people are seeking refuge from, uh, you know, is, is such an important thing for us as a, as a society to do. But the impact of that, when so much of that accommodation is coming out of the tourism stock, as is the case at the moment, and when does you, make when, life very difficult. And Paul, you said that the government should adopt a more balanced approach to the Ukraine refugee crisis. What, what do you mean by that? Well, I suppose look, we, we, we've we've said all along that you know that uh, for you know for families uh, in in that in that position uh, where they are fleeing a war in Ukraine or, or some other persecution international in another international country, for them to be staying in, in hotel type accommodation, tourist type accommodation is not good for them and it's not good for the tourism sector. Um, and uh, and I think everyone agrees with that. And it's just about we're saying you know encouraging as much as possible to be done. To, uh, and I think, you know, people are trying to do as much as they can, but we want, you know, as much as possible to be done to get, uh, to get alternative, more appropriate accommodation for those people and free up the tourism accommodation. The, the key thing about the tourism accommodation is, um, uh, you know, it's, it's not for the accommodation providers. It's for all those other small businesses that rely on visitors staying in, in their areas. Um, you know, for, for every euro that a visitor spends in, in accommodation, they spend two euros fifty elsewhere in the economy. So that could be in visitor attractions, activity providers, restaurants, cafes, galleries, shops, all those little businesses around the country. And and if the 
if the visitor can't find a place to stay in a particular town, then obviously that town loses out on on all of that other revenue. And there's also so the, that's the downstream effect of it. And there's also the risk of uh, increased price gouging. We saw it from some service providers for some hoteliers last summer. How do you prevent that, Paul? Well, look, you know, pr- pricing is ultimately a market uh, is, is a market matter, and you know, supply so they can charge what they want into it. Uh, well, look, that that's that's the case. You know, no more than uh, you know any any scarce any scarce service. Uh, you know, prices tend to go up. We we uh, have I've written to every hotelier, uh, every accommodation provider in the country, and and, and stressed to them the importance of um, of retaining our value for money, long term reputation. Asking people to but to Ireland take doesn't a have but view. Ireland doesn't have a value for money reputation. We, we, we do, we do. I think you know, in terms of we're not cheap. I mean, as as an economy, and we don't want to be cheap as an economy because in order to be cheap, we we can't pay our people very well, etc. We are one of the in terms of the, the highest paid staff. In, in the tourism sector. I know there's lots of talk about it, but relatively speaking, Ireland uh, does pay uh, tourism and hospitality workers very well. And we have lots of other high costs. So we're not cheap, but we are value. And because value is about the quality, the quality that Ireland offers its international visitors is right up there amongst the best in the world. But and you, we keep you hearing, heard that, the survey. hearing that from visitors. You heard the survey that I did at the start of the programme <laughs> that Paris and London are cheaper to go out on than our capital city. Are you telling me that the food is I, I, better in Dublin than Paris and London? I, I, I think, in terms of if you look at the overall, if you look at the overall costs relative to those destinations, the likes of Paris and, and London, you know, in terms of you can you can find individual, um, you know, dates and things like that where, where things are different. But overall, what our research is saying to us, uh, you know, is that we we have moved up to being the same type of pricing as the likes of Paris and London, as those tier one cities. Um, but you know, in terms of we're still, um, you know, in terms of we're 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 still kind of a, you know seen as a good quality destination. And people won't come here if the quality doesn't match. You know, doesn't match the that's, price. People that's won't correct. come. That's correct. They, they, or, or certainly, they, they won't come back, Paul. Um, they, won't, they won't come back. Yeah, no. And look, we're just. But just to be clear, I mean, we we are saying very clearly uh, to we're saying very very clearly to everyone in the industry to be very careful of that long term reputation. To not, uh, you know, to, to not let you know short term opportunism damage kind of our long term uh, our long term uh, collective um, prosperity. By having our dam- uh, by having our value for money reputation damaged, the, the, so we're 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 saying that loudly and clearly to industry. I want, uh, and I think uh, we all uh, want we all want the industry to listen to that advice. Um, the number of UK visitors is down twenty one percent last year compared to twenty nineteen. That's got to be a worry as our biggest tourism market. Yes, it is. Uh, the UK remains challenged. Obviously, kind of, you know, the, the UK economy is is, uh, is is lagging behind the other economies in terms of its performance post COVID and post Brexit, uh, and that is having that is having a big impact on the visitors we see from the UK. Uh, but you know, in terms of we are seeing strong, very strong return of the North American market, and you know that is our highest revenue international market, not our highest visit numbers. Uh, and we're seeing, you know, we saw really strong and fast recovery of our European, our other European markets next year. So or last year, so you know, in terms of overall, uh, the, you know, the, we'd obviously like to see more coming UK, but you know, in terms of overall, I think you know, our international pictures is looking is looking strong. Very, very briefly, Ireland does have a litter problem. You can't walk very far in any Irish city without seeing trash on the pavement. Do we have a cultural problem? Uh, I, 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 you know, in terms of our, once again, I've got to go by what our research says. And 
it is not it is not showing up as a major issue for international visitors when when they uh, when, when they come here relative because lots of other cities have the same issue but but it is big, we are beginning to see some signs of that so you know in terms of we do uh, you know we do need to make sure that our our towns and cities and beaches and everywhere are are kept uh, are kept clean we've engaged with lots of lots of other agencies and local authorities on leave no trace campaign on trying to trying to encourage the right kind of behavior by by everybody uh, in in that regard uh, so look I mean and and we, we work with local authorities all the time to, to uh, you know in terms of to, to try and give them the insights and the feedback that we, we get from international visitors but yeah I mean certainly we need to you know we need to keep our towns and cities and all our beaches and and, and and all of our nature as okay. clean as possible because that is important well best of luck with your campaign this year best of luck with the summer this year that's Paul Kelly the chief executive of Falcher Ireland Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.